You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm the hunk, actually. This time I am the hunk. I'm Doge, and Chunk bows to no one. Oh, I'm Carter, and I love crazy ideas. They made me a chunk. <laughs> That'll work. Perfect. That'll work. <laughs> and it's true, also. Speaking of true things. Yeah. Speaking of true things. Wh- yeah. Oh, sorry. I just realized that you said that. You go why, ahead, Doge. Why are you? Why are you mm-hmm. hunk this why week? Why am I the hunk this week? This week, why are you the hunk? Well, there's two reasons. And one is because nobody has done anything particularly interesting for the last week. Been so. pretty uneventful. Scraping <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. Uh, I mean, I'm doing were. this. This is like the highlight every week. Yeah, yeah this is fun. <laughs> I'm the hunk, the hunk actually, because of this. I'm the hunk because I'm recording a podcast episode right hey, now. Well, I'm, I'm talking the hunk about because I'm recording a podcast episode. Yeah, the, right the listeners can't see, but I'm, I'm folding laundry right now. That's really what I, I was talking oh, yeah. about. That. Carter, Carter does this while he folds his laundry. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm the hunk because I conquered my fear. <laughs> Welcome to Chores Chat with Carter. This is Chores Carter take, taking you along on his to- world chore tour. World Today chore. we're folding clothes. This episode is called Choragami. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's really good. Before I steal your hunk, before I steal your hunk to him, how did you conquer this fear, Jordan? That's Tell really us about good. That. Yeah, I conquered my fear. So I have a deep-rooted... Um, sickening fear of uh, open ocean and uh, what dwells beneath it. Um, so like any scene in these movies where Godzilla's like, oh, I'm coming for you. I'm always like, Ugh! the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, you know, uh, I, I'm a Sony PlayStation boy and a game called Subnautica was the free game of the month. And so I got it. Mm-mm. Not to quibble. It's released as part of the play at home program. Oof. That's a quibble if I ever heard one. Mm, that is a quibble. And it was less than 15 seconds, so it's also a quibby. Oh my gosh. Quibbies, quibbies are longer than 15 seconds. So you're talking about this is a deep sea video game. Sorry, uh, Doge corrected me, so now I'm going to correct him. Quibbies can be longer than 15 seconds. But Dang. Anything, anything can be a quibby if it's short. Dang. So anyway, before I was rudely interrupted, uh, listeners, I've muted Doge's mic you can't hear him anymore. Um, I played a game called Subnautica. It's about the ocean and what's inside of it. And I swam and drove a submarine to the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean where I was attacked by a big, scary monster. And it made me deeply uh, spiritually uncomfortable. Yeah. And I I set the controller down and I took it like a man. And I just watched it happen. And it... It, it eked me out, and I don't care for it. And it's like it's the game is not for me. It's not my it's game. Like that that Mario sixty four level, but better oh, graphics. dude, yeah. The yep. eels, the eels are no. Yeah, fun. no, thank you. The eels in that level, no, sir. Source of many childhood nightmares. Same Ooh, with the eels same. in Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask when you had to go yes. get the Zora eggs. Yep. Mm-mm. Didn't care for that. What is it with either. with video game eels? 
They're just not, they're not ever good. They were easy to render. Yeah, I guess so. They're just one long <laughs> shape, huh? <laughs> they were easy so. to render <laughs> and they didn't have to move very much. So that's it was, fair. It was great for the Nintendo 64 and the software limitations therein. So were yeah. there any tactics that you noticed during these movies that we've been, we've been watching a lot of movies about big ocean monsters. Mm-hmm. Was there mm-hmm. anything that you're like, oh, I should actually try that? Yeah, well, I tried to open the ghost leviathan's mouth and puke lasers down it, but turns out yeah. that button doesn't exist. In turns out they didn't implement that functionality, huh? So That's once again, nice I just going, sort of sat there and took it, uh, yeah. which was great for me. Yeah, anyway, Subnautica, not for Jordan. Fun game, not for Jordan. So um, if you like it, please continue liking it. But Jordan does not. Uh, still have it on the PlayStation, though. Didn't delete it. Probably going to try again. So there's that's you know if and if you're if you're listening and you're like that doesn't seem very hunky like I said a slow news day <laughs> if it listen if it hadn't been Jordan the the eventful thing that I did was eat popcorn with elote seasoning on it and which that's to be it. fair pretty close not as running not as good as you would think okay it was okay sorry you I asked you this before we recorded have you ever had popcorn with tahini on it I don't think so it's delicious that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It is absolutely <laughs> delicious. So next time, grab yourself a nice bottle of our sponsor. To- I'm just kidding. They're not our sponsor. That please. would be. That would be. What if? Please. How much of a bullseye of our collective interests would oh my goodness. be getting Tahine as a sponsor? Be? <laughs> what if? Holy moly. We should yes, contact please. Them. I doubt they do a lot of podcast sponsorships. I mean, until now. <laughs> Till right now. The other thing. That's right now is the moment. And in this moment, we are going to begin talking about the final movie of our Zilla Rilla series. It's purred happily. The one, uh, you know, the series about the big ones. And Would love to see purred happily as a Hong Kong newscaster during this movie. <laughs> Listen, enough, enough joshing. Mm. It's time to get serious because this movie closes out our series and it is called... Godzilla Godzilla versus versus Kong. Kong. Doge, give me the synopsis that I know, love, crave, need, desire. This week's synopsis comes to us courtesy of Tahin. It doesn't. (laughs) This week's synopsis is written by Legendary and Warner Bros. So they know what they're talking about. Legends collide in Godzilla versus Kong as these mythic adversaries meet in a spectacular battle for the ages with the fate of the world hanging in the balance. Kong and his protectors undertake a perilous journey to find his true home. And with them is Gia, a young orphaned girl with whom he has formed a unique and powerful bond. But they unexpectedly find themselves in the path of an enraged Godzilla, cutting a swath of destruction across the globe. The epic clash between the two titans, instigated by unseen forces, is only the beginning of the mystery that lies deep within the core of the Earth. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The planet core. <laughs> the planet core. The planet core. I did ah, too. Ah, <laughs> Yet another episode where Carter brings up his favorite movie of all time. <laughs> uh, oh, stepped right man. into that one. Sure, sure did, sure did. Listen, um, Jar Jar's fine if he's just in one movie. Well, fine. That's an interesting. If he, does, if he doesn't become a government like big time government official what is that is so unrealistic to just to have a nobody just start running things it, it yeah that could never so happen that could never happen um, yeah that that that's not realistic at all listen this, this movie 
movie. Uh oh. What's your dis- next word? Disappointed me. <gasps> me too. Carter, me too. Oh god, uh, I'm too. so glad All I'm three not of alone us. here. Wow. Oof. Wow. Can I you know why? Can I tell you why? Oh, yeah. Carter, we're on the same page right now. Both of you tell me why. I'll be the arbiter of your why, and you will. Carter, t- you I will first. decide who's right. This movie disappointed me because of how good Godzilla: King of the Monsters was. Okay, that's fair. Personally, um, that's fair. wait, 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 wait. Let me state mine so that yeah. Why did it disappoint it you? And then let's go, and then we'll go. Because this was a King Kong movie with Godzilla in it. Very good. Yes. This was not a Godzilla and King Kong movie. Yep. Right. Yep, I think these there's there's some similar crossover here on our Venn diagram. Yeah, uh, that it is a uh, Godzilla Godzilla led movies absolutely crush the monster universe for me. Yes, over Kong. Yes, led movies. Now, uh, it I think a lot of the reason that it felt like a King Kong movie outside of like him having most of the screen time of our monsters is it feels so much easier to feel for King Kong. Oh sure, yeah. big big monkey got humanized. King Kong I was like, made I don't Callie like. Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, That's what Jess, Jess said while sad. we were watching. She was like, "If one of them has to has to lose, I want to be Godzilla because King Kong <laughs> is so cute." <laughs> this this movie needed to be for me personally with with the the uh, anticipation that I had set myself for this watch. It needed to be a bigger spectacle. Yep. It needed yeah. to be the biggest spectacle of the Monster Universe so yep. far. Exactly. I don't think. I don't think it was very close. It was the be. it was maybe the last place as far as like size of spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. I now, mean most okay. of most of Hong Kong is gone. That's true. Here's the thing. Let's uh, I want to do this. Can we I have a lot to say about what this movie didn't do right. Can we spend a little time up top talking about what it did do right? Yeah. Let's, let's start can we, let's, can we let's re- start post correct for a second? Yeah. Yeah. I want. I got a couple things here. I think we can fill a good portion of this because there's a lot in here that is good. It just wasn't utilized correctly. Um, and the first thing that is good is my man, Paperboy Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, killed me. Yeah, he was pretty good in this. Every pretty much every word out of his mouth was funny to me. Um, I think the conspiracy theorist who has access to all the stuff is really played out and dumb. Um, like I, the fact that it's just like, I can get us into all of this stuff because I am a janitor or engineer or something. Yeah, I think That's he did goofy. He did a good job with a role that feels like it was written for one of the Transformers movies. Correct. You know what I mean? Ooh. Correct. But but I think he That's is delivering vibe. laughs in a joyless script for him. Exactly, yeah. For like his part, his part shouldn't be funny. But it's he not. is just so funny. Right. Um, I think that I also think he's an incredible actor in general. And I think he is unbelievably wasted in this role and in this movie. Like, this is like stuffing 20 pounds of talent into a three-pound bag. Like, he is so, so much better than this role. Yeah. Um, but seemed like he had some fun. So I'm not, you know, not knocking it. Got that, got that paycheck. Yeah, for real. But yeah, I think he's just completely wasted here. Um the uh, d- did you guys like him? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, I gotta gotta always love podcaster representation in media. Sure, I think it's that's about huge. Time. I think that's time. huge. Podcasts are becoming are officially mainstream now that they've been in a Godzilla movie. I think this is the break our industry's been looking for for a long time. Yeah, we've all been um, for this one. But yeah, I mean, I thought he was fine, and I, I think that's about how I feel about most things in this movie. Like as I look back on it, yeah, I guess I guess that was fine. Sure. Yeah, I think that's valid. Um, the the other thing that more than anything 
the visuals of this movie, like Godzilla's design and Kong's design, like our up close shots of them are just so nice. Um, I love, it seems like Godzilla gets thicker every movie. Yeah, for real. And King Kong's huge now. Yeah, I pump I pump our choreography of those two fighting. I think there were some satisfying yeah, I agree. Uh, strategies to the two of them fighting. I dump, almost super dumped. The Godzilla grin. Did anybody else see Dude, that? Dude, I hated yeah. that. What, what in the He should world? not have really any like, personality. He literally goes like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Bowser. Like, it was this like was, Bowser. This yes. was like, that was, <laughs> that was so not good. Man. Yeah. The, uh, I, I don't think Godzilla should ever show personality almost at all. The closest he no. should get is… Um, uh, was it Kurosawa? His, his like connection with Kurosawa down in that. Uh, I think it's Kurosawa. Kurosawa was Kurosawa down in his like little home before the nuke blows off. That yeah, should yeah, be yeah. the most personality we see of Godzilla. Almost like a you can be here because Godzilla is yeah. not a thinking, reasoning creature. He's a he's an animal. He's a big yeah. animal. He's a force in, of nature in the legendary universe. Like I, I know there's a million incarnations of Godzilla. This Godzilla has been demonstrably proven to be an animal. He's an apex predator. He's a lion or a grizzly bear. Mm -hmm. He's not a giant monkey that can speak sign language. Yeah. 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 I like the Godzilla, like I'm, I'm okay with if the only kind of expression we got from him that was different from anything we'd seen before was just the tiny bow at the end, like the little, yeah. like we're good. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, I'm okay with pain. Like, like when his eyes close and his face scrunches from pain, cause that's just a reaction, you know? But yeah, the grin, I laughed out loud at the grin, but not because it was good, but because I thought it was so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid. Um, I did not, I did not like that. We're, 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 we're leaning negative. There's going to be a lot of time to lean negative. Hey, I'll Let's, super pump. I'll super pump right now. Okay. Yeah. My super pump is the nighttime neon lit fight in Hong Oops. Kong. My super pump's the nighttime neon lit fight in Hong Kong. Not the not the the necessarily the fight itself, but just again the visuals of that fight. Were the visuals so awesome. of the fight were very great, and that's the one where I'm trying to remember. Is that the one where where Kong wins? Looks like round two goes to Kong. Yes. Was that after that one? By the way, yeah. it didn't look like round two went to Kong. It looked like two guys beat each other up and Godzilla fell over. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but like, that fight was awesome. That was the that moment. Was awesome. I think that if I can just stretch that nighttime fight in Hong Kong over the whole movie, that's yeah. the moment that it lived up to my expectations. Yep. And that's the moment it, when it was like, this is what I thought it would be. When it was daytime and Mechagodzilla broke out, I, I literally said out loud, not daytime. I wanted yeah. it to be neon night the whole rest of the movie. My thought during that right. was like, oh, I guess I guess we're at the end of the movie now. I guess this is the last part. It's during the sure, neon fight? It? No, no, no. When, when Mechagodzilla broke out during the daytime. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you for sure. Yeah, I think... Um, you know, uh, almost my super pump was, so I, I love Godzilla and I love King Kong, but my loyalty lies with Godzilla every time. And so when Godzilla had King Kong pinned and King Kong relented, that was kind of a cool moment because yeah. Godzilla was not showing personality to me there. It was just say uncle, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you get to, ar I, there's no argument, right? Godzilla won. Godzilla versus oh, Kong. Yeah. Oh my Godzilla gosh. Godzilla wins. Obviously. Okay. Because really, the only way that Kong can get close to winning is using to go some get of Godzilla, using yeah. that which axe is a that's... Godzilla spike. You yeah. know, it's like. But the so let's talk real quick about the implication of the mural of Godzilla around. The no, 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 no. We we got to save that for later because okay. I have that's 
Yeah. Let's okay. save that for later, please. Okay. Yeah, let's <laughs> save that for later. No, that's fine. Um, can I, I can super pump. Yeah, uh, please. Super pump. Yes, keep us positive. It's so hard to stay positive right now. No, no, no. I can super pump. I really did like uh, Kaylee Hoddle. She is the… This is the debut of the girl… This girl plays Gia. She plays the little girl… Oh, yeah. That has she did kind a of great like this, job. I think she did a great job. And this was… Uh, of all of the… I think of the entire monster universe… In terms of character development… Of people that I was invested in… I think Gia is the top of my list. Yes. Um… Because of all, because I mean, I mean, what is this? The easiest paycheck Kyle Chandler will ever have. Oh my uh, dude, gosh, he did, dude. He, he had did three lines. Almost the easiest less paycheck. than nothing. Godzilla's out there we, hurting people and we don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's, and I'm only bringing up these other things that made me sad because my super pump just felt like she rose above easily. All these other narratives. Isaac Gonzalez was beautiful. She was wonderful in Baby Driver, which was one of her first <laughs> introductions into the movie world. And then we've wasted her ever since. Oh my goodness. Yeah, completely. She was so layered and great. She looked like an actress in… Yeah. Uh, but Baby then she Garner. got the fast treatment where we literally objectify… She's, she's, I don't want her to fall into something that Margot Robbie… So many actresses have had to work their self back out of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Margot Robbie kicked her role in Wolf of Wall Street in the throat. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's like, no, this isn't me, by the way. Boom. But Isa, she's just, I mean, whatever. It's almost reverse. Yeah. It's reversed. I, and she's, I, I think I, she's, she's better than that. Get to, get she's to your so, super pump because I'm ready to talk about people who are wasted in this movie. So get to But yeah, I think, I think to, see, to see Gia, there was something interesting about having a heightened sense of like the vibrations and hearing. Like I love the sense like that she knew what his heart rate was. I love that she could reach onto our ship and feel Godzilla coming. Yep. Um, that was really that was creative cool. to me. I think that was yes. really creative I to me. I loved that. To have, and and then for her to have a reveal that actually she's the closest to Kong of anybody, which kind of seems to harken back to Kong canon um, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I loved him. In, I loved him in Drumline, dude. He was great. <laughs> Kong canon. Goodness me. Uh, but yeah, I think the the reveal that he, bounce guy. he spoke to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very much. I, but, I feel like that was one of the few… Because this is basically, I mean, it really felt like they were like, oh, let's just kind of do a, another Kong. Let's give Kong another shot. Yes. And this felt like a, a Kong reboot a little bit. Yes. Uh, that was the element of new Kong that really, really worked for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have a list of everybody uh, who was wasted <laughs> in this movie. Are you just going down IMDb's cast list? Yes, I am. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm for real. I want to talk about this. Um, Alexander Skarsgård is an incredible actor. Uh, he Dude, he's is, given nothing in this. He does nothing. I found I found him laughably charming a couple times, but overall, nothing. No. Um, Millie Bobby Brown should not have been in this movie. Um, no. Neither should she's, Kyle Chandler. She's, she's unfortunately a money grab. Yeah. It's like, yeah. uh, you remember when she was hunting monsters with other kids in vans? Right. Bar, how about how about we put again? her how about we put her with Mr. Hunt for the Wilder people? That's okay, stupid. now hold on because I thought he was pretty funny and wasted. I liked um, him. He was completely wasted. He was completely wasted. Rebecca Hall, that's yeah. that's a Mickey Godzilla. <laughs> that no. that was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, there was that, that was so there was dumb. no reason to correct Robo Godzilla unless you know Mecha Godzilla is a thing already. You're completely wrong. It's I, it's Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I yeah. heard that Nothing. it's like, and especially because I just had Agatha Harkness speak the word Scarlet Witch for the first time about a way. month and a half yeah. ago. <laughs> well, yep. 
Um, Nobody's invested on hearing the name Mecha Godzilla. Rebecca Hall is an actor who I didn't realize until recently. I think I've liked her in everything she's been in. Except yeah, this. Prestige. Um, yeah. I, I, that's not true. I think she does okay here. I really do. I think she does fine with what she, her and Brian she Tyree has. Henry. This, this is not, has nothing to do with the actors in this case. It doesn't for, feel like. For all of these people, they're, they're doing what they can with what they've been given. But I mean, we wasted Lance Reddick. We wasted Lance Wasted Lance, Lance Reddick, Reddick was, in a single scene. I mean. What it, on earth? What are you are doing? Are kidding me? It's just, I, I, I really feel like this movie, part of the reason I'm finding it more and more disappointing is I'm realizing there's no excuse. None at all. Because I've seen them do it well. Right. I've seen them do it very well. And this the biggest waste is to me. stacked out. Uh, Shun Oguri plays Ren Sirizawa. Did you guys know that he is Dr. Sirizawa's son? What? Nope. He's Dr. Sirizawa's son. According to what? the script, he's, he's Sirizawa's son. And because daddy loved Godzilla more than me, he decides to pilot Mecha Godzilla. Wait, using... wait, 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 wait. How are you getting all of this? This is, it, the script refers to him as Dr. Sirizawa's son. We get a line where he's like referring to his father. And so I'm only left to assume that Completely his character it. motivation is daddy loved Godzilla more than me. But we get nothing from him. That's Sirizawa's son. Dude, I had no idea. Do you remember the moment after Batman versus Superman we were like, wait, that was Jimmy Olsen. Apparently that was Jimmy Olsen that got shot at the very beginning. Yeah. That's weird. This movie is the Batman versus Superman of the legendary <laughs> monsterverse. And I, I know that's a really surface level comparison to make because it's two previous heroes fighting each other. But also in terms of just missed opportunities, just out. Yeah. bad pacing, Overhype and underdeliver, like it. It really is the Batman versus Superman for me personally. I know a no, lot of folks love that movie. I don't so much. That's a good point, man. I I I had no idea. Um, also, where is uh, Tywin Lannister? Where's uh, Charles Dance? I I mean, I, I know like where were, he is. I know no, he no, was no. like, nah, I'm actually good. <laughs> no, I feel like they. I feel like that was supposed to be him. The head of Apex was supposed uh, right. to like he was I supposed agree. to be the villain, and I think he was like, I don't think I'm going to do that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Yeah. So then we just got this conglomeration, like this basically like shepherd's pie of past monster <laughs> villains. Yeah. And just reheated it in the microwave and yep. had it live for like three minutes. Like yep. that was… Um, hey, why wasn't Isaac Gonzalez the head of Apex? Sure. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why don't we make her the head of Apex? Because she's yeah. a girl, dude. That's what it felt like, honestly. I agree. Let's make her the head of Apex, and then she she dies and gets chomped by, or she gets squished by Kong, or whatever happens to her down in the center of the earth. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Hey, there's there's a couple things that I want to say. They're they're out of order and context here, but I don't want to forget them. So I'm going to say them now while I'm thinking about them. One, the secret most valuable resource data in the whole world, downloaded from the center of the earth to the earth's surface faster than I can download a PS5 update. Yeah. I mean, they got future tech, though. This is a sci-fi movie. I know. They have spaceships. Great. It was literally about eight seconds. Number two, and this is maybe more important. How bad, how clear was it that at the end, when we're in the center of the Earth in Kong's world underneath, <laughs> how obvious that they wanted to play Toto by, or Africa by Toto in that movie. <laughs> the whole vibe of everything <laughs> was absolutely so they just settled for this shepherd's pie of Africa-esque music. Right. Yes. Right. It was just so clear to me that the vibe they wanted 
was Africa by Toto. I'm away from you. <laughs> it's so. Hey, Kong is a king now, though. That's cool. He gets to be king under the earth, and Godzilla you, gets to be king on top of the earth. Are you a king if you just sit on a throne? Yes. Okay. It's all in the chair. That's what they don't tell you. Is that what the implication was? That he's like, I'll just take it down here since Godzilla's got up there? I think so. Okay. Can I we think talk so. about the mural of Godzilla around the throne now, please? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> this is my super dump. Wait, really? The center of the earth is oh, my super dump. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to force that on you. No, no, no. The center of the earth is my super dump. Okay. Number one. I've got a long list. Number no, one. I'm with you. Where's the light coming from? Dude, thank you. <laughs> they kept, the second we got down there, I was like, dang, it's pretty bright for the inside of a rock, big rock circle. Hmm. Let's see. <laughs> Where's the light coming from? How is their horizon? Right. Because when we're looking at the center of the earth, we've got ground on top, ground on bottom, but there should be ground behind because we're inside of a, a, like a wonder ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're inside no, this, the core. This is fascinating to me. Can, I, and I want us to try and make uh, our uh, disappointment in this. Or, or I know I'm here too. I don't know, Jordan, if you are as well, but I, it feels like you're agreeing with a lot of what Doge has to say. Oh, yeah. I, I would love for us to be able to make this a little bit more tangible as movie watchers. So… Why is it that we are fine with all the other, uh, uh, we'll, we'll say at least we liked Godzilla King of the Monsters. We can just talk about that. Yeah. So why is it that we're cool with that? Why is it that we're cool with Pacific Rim mm. uh, and the core of Pacific Rim being where the monsters come from? And I, I'm only setting this up because I think Doji sure. might be the best to explain this. For us to just like uh, not have that apply to this movie. Just to be like, no. You bring up Pacific Rim. First of all, let me say how fortunate it is that we watched Pacific Rim last week because that's a movie about monsters coming from the core of the earth and big robots piloted by human beings. Had no idea that would be so applicable to <laughs> right. Kong versus yeah. to Godzilla versus Kong. But Pacific Rim coming from the core of the earth works for me because it's not the core of the earth. It's an interdimensional rift opened up on the ocean floor. Yeah, I agree Thank with you. that. Thank you. Yeah. This doesn't work for me because the core- We gave the rules to another planet. Exactly. But I think yeah. if if this is the core of the earth, then let's say, okay, we're harvesting a power, a power source at the very center of the earth, the gravitational singularity at the center of the planet's core, there is a crystal powered by radiation and it's glowing and it's like the sun for the center of the earth, right? Easy. It's done. Done. We're, we've solved it. That That crystal can be at the top of King Kong's king castle, which he has for some reason. Right. That's fine with me. Uh, but the center of the earth stuff just doesn't work. Who built that big temple? Who built the throne? Where did the axe come from? Who painted the mural? Were there humans down here at one point? Or is Kong just the dumbest individual of his entire species? And the rest of his species was like, yes, we can speak to each other. We can build complex structures. We can paint an artistic depiction of our greatest enemy and harvest his scales to use as a power source. And Kong is like just a dumb version of his species. None of this makes any sense. And, and compared to the thoughtfulness and care that was shown in the underwater city in, in uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, where we're explaining this is a civilization who used to worship Godzilla. He comes here to recharge. He used to come here all the time to recharge. That's why they knew what he was. That's why they worshiped him as their God. This felt very much like, I don't really care. I guess they'll figure it out. Sure, there's a castle down here. Whatever. They don't nope. care. They just want to see him fight. I'll tell you what fight. it was. I'll tell you what it was. Well, Go. Godzilla had a place. Yeah. So King Kong's guy have a place. Godzilla had a place. Yeah. I think it was so stupid. It, this so, to me just completely broke the movie. Let me, I, yeah. I agree with you completely. Like completely, I agree with you. But Carter, let me go back to one word you said earlier. Rules. There are no rules here anymore. The rules that we've established in this universe go out the window. So with Godzilla, we established exactly what Doja's saying. There's reasons for all this stuff happening. Now there's no reasons. 
Now there's nothing. This is all nonsense gobbledygook that we just threw together so that King Kong could have his own special home place like Godzilla does, even though King Kong already had his own special home place on Skull Island. Mm. So there's like, it's like, well, if Godzilla's got one underground, we got to give one to King Kong underground, but he can't breathe underwater. So his guy have air, but it's got to be cool. Like that I can see the train of thought they took and it's so yeah. misguided and it's like, it, you know, you can tell when somebody creatively latches on to the thing that they think made a movie good, but it didn't. That's yeah. what this was. And then yeah. we get all this stuff. Uh, the the one cool thing in Hollow Earth and King Kong's Hollow Earth, like homeworld thing, the point where the gravity switched at the top of that mountain, yeah, where the rocks were floating right in between, that's an awesome concept. And I'm going to think about it a lot. That's here's the thing cool. about here's the thing about the core of the earth. Unless it wouldn't this work is, like that. Unless this is not the core, right? Imagine, uh, imagine like a gobstopper, right, uh, with a bunch of flavors in it. As you, if you cut that in half, the very center of it's going to be a circle. It's not going to be a flat plane. And so, unless this isn't actually the core of the earth, unless the surface that they're standing on is actually itself a globe with a core in it, then that gravity, the gravity reversal point wouldn't be a plane. It should be a sphere. Yeah. Well, it would have to be two. It would have to be like Super Mario Galaxy. It would have to be two two spheres exactly. close to one another. So yeah, the, again, the, the why it works doesn't make sense. The scene where the gravity switched. Yeah, I did like cool. that. Except did for you see how there was slow a, King Kong jumped for some reason? Well, it's because the gravity was low there. That shouldn't change the speed at which he jumps. Yeah. I mean, because gravity, like as you get up the mountain to the to the gravitational inversion point that you get less g-force exerted on you because you're being pulled up to the other so surface. So he should jump faster is what I'm saying. His 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 muscles like, don't change. It's like moon gravity though. That's what I'm telling you. There, the gravity reverses because that point in the middle, there is no gravity. So he slows down as he gets to that point and then speeds back up as he begins to fall. Did you see that he jumped onto a statue of a big monkey hand? Yeah. yeah. Who built the statue of the big monkey hand? Were they building statues of themselves? Because that's the other thing. Godzilla, people that worshipped him built those statues. But as far as I can tell, the Kong family were the only intelligent species in here. So they're just building statues of themselves. And why build a castle if you're not ruling over intelligent life? The giant doors is what got me. There's big, big, big double doors. Yeah. Sing yeah, it. It was Sing the John Mayer song. The no, uh, the, no. the the core becomes extra offensive to me. Down. Because uh, this definitely was the moment that that everything just broke uh, is when we we got to the core. Uh, because I I did have a moment that I was excited. I think the first time that we see Kong and Zilla on the like the ship battle, like the yes when he's on the carrier ship and they get underwater and yep he headbutts him underwater and like I was like okay I think they're going to do it. I think this is going to be good. But the core thing just was was you talking really about strange. our. Our detour to the core. Yeah. Man. Um, the core thing was really with. What about when Godzilla blasts on, a hole from, from Hong Kong straight to the center of the earth? Hold on. What? 1,800 miles. <laughs> that's awesome. 1,800 miles. No, the, it's not. That's awesome. Here's the, the other thing. thing. No, it's awesome. Here's the, the thing. The world ends. The world ends at that point. The yeah. core is the middle of the earth. And shout Isn't announcements just- are the middle of our podcast. Welcome to Shout Announcements. That's what we call a ramp up in the business. That's a ramp up. Look, we got some stuff to shout. Announce. Doge, take it away. I mentioned Batman versus Superman earlier in this episode. And that was strategic. (laughs) That was strategic. Because 
I didn't so much love Batman versus Superman. And I think that soured me. That soured me on the DCEU. Um, And I think the the counterpoint to that would be, well, Snyder's vision was completely hamstrung. So my next thought is, okay, what does it look like when his vision is not completely hamstrung? And we're going to set out to answer that question once and for all next week when we review the Snyder Cut of Justice League, by the way. It's not Snyder Cut of like his his guardian, his owl movie or whatever. Although I'm sure that's good too. Guardians of Gaul. Uh, But we will be watching uh, all four hours of the Snyder Cut Justice League and reviewing it next week here on the feed. And we would love it if you would take a listen to that one. Hey, I haven't watched the Snyder Cut yet. I haven't watched anything about it. I haven't researched it. I know nothing about it. I have a crisp, clean $20 bill that says within the first hour, I'm already sick of gratuitous slow-mo. I'm not gonna take. The, I'm not gonna take you up on that because I know there's a ton of <laughs> no slow mo in it. No Snyder, one wants to touch that. Bat. Snyder You're loves him some slow mo. Coward. Uh, what am I talking about? I just looked at the uh, guys. I, it's four hours and two minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So while we're spending, th- think of what you can do in four hours and two minutes. We don't have to talk about it. Hey, it's a lot. go into it open though. That's the thing. Let's let's That's give true. it a fair shot. Okay. That's true. That's true. Something else you might give a fair shot. Uh, is the extra content that we have on Patreon. Uh, we have uh, things like Godzilla 1998, uh, which when you listen to the podcast, it, we we might have preferred a different name for the movie. Um, <laughs> you have uh, The Pacifier. Uh, you have, if, if these movies are unattractive to you, that's the point. That's the it's point. fun to hear us talk about them. Um, you also have an extra vote when it comes to, and by the way, uh, now is probably a good time to at least be on that $3 tier uh, because you will have a massive amount of influence on oh, uh, yeah. a pretty big chunk of, uh, of a series coming up this yep. summer. Uh, I think directly after our Snyder Cut, correct? Yes, yep. sir. Love that. So you could hear an announcement about that next week. Uh, but also we have our $5 tier, which is uh, becoming one of my uh, favorite escapes uh, favorite places to go. Feels like very coffee shop, like everybody with very similar interests and yet very different Sometimes opinions. Sometimes you just want to go where everybody love it. knows your name, you know? Sometimes you want to go uh, over to love our Happy Discord. Days. You have all the stuff that you had before, but now you also get uh, the Discord channel to join this community. We specifically were uh, spoilers of, of if you become on the $5 level. Go back and read about monsters, other monster movies. Yeah. Uh, we kind of and, fell backwards into a, a mini Godzilla versus Kong watch party, which was pretty fun. Yeah. A lot of us ended it, up watching it at the same time. It was I pretty to, fun. I had to bow and out so, because I hadn't watched it yet. So I basically muted Discord for the last 48 hours. <laughs> That's why nice. everybody was asking for your help. They were like, Jordan, you Jordan, look closest please, to me. Can you please, please, please come help me? Help. I don't know how and to turn like, this movie I don't off. Care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so join, join the Patreon. Please. Whatever level you want. Please. It's up to you. Look, we just finished the month of March, which actually ended up being our fourth biggest month in downloads in podcast history. And normally, so thank you to both of you for yeah, listening. All two of you. That, that really was, means that a huge. lot to us. <laughs> normally, our huge months are um, kind of they have these touchstones of like a huge release, something that we can pinpoint. But at this point, we're talking to just about Zillarilla. So that just means that you, as listeners. As consumers, as friends, as chunkies, you are starting snowballs. And we love that. So I'm here to request humbly more snowballs. Let's throw some more snowballs. I would love if everybody, if you love our show and you love listening to it and you know somebody that you think might also love it, show it to them. Send them an episode. Pick your favorite and just send them a link to it. I 
my favorite thing about this show is the community that kind of builds up around it, the people we get to talk to, um, and hopefully the movies we get to show to people. And I would love to have more of that. So if you love it, show yep. it to somebody. That's that's my challenge. If you want, my uh, I think what might help you with some just extra motivation uh, is just, I know you know the song by heart, but have uh, Strangers Like Me oh, playing yeah. in your head by Phil Collins. And I think that'll give you a nice soundtrack for letting people know. Why about did I go throat two chunks? Why was my throat so full? That was almost Miss Piggy. Why did you go? Sure. Why did you go, Josh Gad? <laughs> Just completely, it Josh. Was Gad. Almost Miss Piggy. It was like that close. It was very Can you close. Me? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Guys, I've already super pumped and super dumped. So I'm just going to sit down here at the center of the earth on my King Kong throne and let you guys convince me of your own super pumps and dumps. Okay. Already super pumped, so don't need to do that. Same. Uh, I guess you're not paying attention very good. Uh, probably dump, because dump we me haven't then. talked about Mechagodzilla yet. Can we? Yeah, I don't care. I, like I said, I've already super pumped, super dumped. I'm just along for the ride. I'm in the passenger seat, baby. I got three things about Mechagodzilla. Two things I like, one thing I don't. Ready? Go. I love yep. the Ghidorah connection. I think that's very interesting. Um, I don't, never mind. I'm going to keep going. Hold on. I like the Ghidorah connection. I like that we're using his skull as the base for the monster's skull. Two of his skulls, right? right? There's one inside the monster and one on the yeah. ground. I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Kind of a unique idea. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I like is his design. I think he looks cool. Um, yeah. I think he looks awesome. The thing I don't like is uh, everything else about him. It seems so pointless that some shadow company wants to use him to take down Godzilla and then they lose control of him and then he does the exact thing they designed him for. Like, what's the point of them losing control over him if he's just going to do right. exactly what they designed him that's to do? That's why I don't... That's the thing I don't love about him is that he is Mecha Godzilla, but he's Ghidorah from beyond the right. grave. Because he takes down Godzilla because Ghidorah apparently lives, his brain doesn't do so much. It's mostly his skull that does the thinking and has the rivalry with Godzilla. Apparently. Yeah. Um, can I can I fix Mechagodzilla real quick? And maybe fix some of this story as well. I don't know. He looked fixed to me. Doesn't look like he had to get spayed or neutered. I didn't see any dangle. I have... Yes. I have two, I have two alternative story options. I'm going to present both to you really quickly. Go. Number Go. one. It's me, legendary. You've got two options. You've got to pitch one and I'll choose it. Number one, the movie opens and Godzilla is terrorizing random cities across the world, destroying them, stomping on them. The only thing they can think to do is unleash another Titan to stop him. They unleash King Kong. King Kong, in the fight with Godzilla, 
swipes at him with an axe that they made for King Kong rather than him finding because he was destined to find it. Yeah. And when he cuts Godzilla, what we find is that Godzilla's bones are shiny underneath. And this company has created a fake Godzilla to essentially do a smear campaign against the Titans. That's Mecha Godzilla. His skin burns off when the real Godzilla finally shows up. They have found a way to put him in like hibernation or something. Or King Kong wakes him up, sensing that's not the real Godzilla. And then the two of them tag team this fake Mecha Godzilla together. That's option one. That keeps God's. I love that because that keeps Godzilla himself as our big third act Bingo. moment of when Godzilla comes out of the ocean. You have that oh crap! It's going moment down. When it's just over. Yep. So that's that's option number one. Here's option number two. Godzilla hasn't shown up for a while. They don't know what's going on, and so they create Mecha Godzilla to fit the role of what Godzilla is supposed to do to fight off other um, Mutos, other Titans. Um, that are showing up and causing destruction. So they they make this Mecha Godzilla as essentially like a well, if Godzilla can't help us, then you know we'll we'll do whatever. And then come to find out that the reason Godzilla isn't showing up is because he's embroiled with something even bigger down in the core, and um, King Kong can somehow help him out with that. And then Mecha Godzilla goes rogue and starts attacking people, and that's when Godzilla comes up to the surface to stop Mecha Godzilla. Like you know, like. Get, it, it's essentially a separation of the two stories they tried to marry, which is God's, Mecha yeah. Godzilla has a purpose and goes against that purpose on accident. So when he malfunctions, he that's when he starts to hurt people because it seems like he just does exactly what they designed him for. Or the other option is he was malicious from the beginning and was trying to do like a, a smear campaign. So legendary, yeah, what sure. do you think of those two stories? That first option is way better, I, I right? Agree. Like what if what if we have Apex, they're like a fuel or an energy company, right? And they're like, hey, we need to use, we need to harvest Godzilla's scales on his back as renewable energy for the future of our planet, right? right? And they can't kill him. Nothing can kill him. So they're trying to turn the world against him so the world will pool their resources together. So they make a big fake Godzilla that destroys a bunch of cities. The world unleashes King Kong against him with an axe they created. I think it's it's just so much neater if we don't, if we save Godzilla for a third act moment, and that lets Godzilla keep his majesty and his status as the king of the monsters, well, to and me. it lets it lets us have our Godzilla versus Kong moment without it actually being real Godzilla versus Kong. Right. I have just been quietly listening, and I've been impressed with y'all's storylines, and would agree that everything that we've thrown out there is better. And I wouldn't expect you to be able to throw something together this quickly, uh, whether it was over the last twenty four hours, forty eight, ten minutes. Uh, and not have loopholes sure. or not have holes in the story here. Um, but it does seem like you still leave the realm of possibility for um, a 17-year-old with a flask of whiskey. <laughs> um, I mean, yes, Mecca still exists, but are we yeah. protecting Are we protecting the slits in the computer? Yeah, we did not, we from, did not build a whiskey liquid. contingency. Dang, that's on us. My, my super Chekhov's flask, by the way. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> My super dump is is that moment. What on earth? It's like, wait, wait, wait. You know, it's like, we can joke again. And, you know, it felt like a wink, wink at, you know, kids always end up being. I loved that conversation, though, actually. Although, that was actually funny. Yeah. I took, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took an HTML class at summer 90s camp. camp? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so good. 90s camp. Um, but for him just to, just to do the old classic way of screwing Make things them wet. up. By just that, that intentional spill. And that that did it. This so Mechagodzilla fought against 
I don't. I can't even explain it. I'm so frustrated. Listener Carter is so visibly upset right now. He's like it, wiping his eyes. It. Uh, I'm just so mad. I've, I've only had caffeine today, and now I'm angry. <laughs> um. So we're to understand that that Mechagodzilla is running on its mm-hmm. own now. So there, yes. we can't have our mm-hmm. kaiju operator uh, anymore. Right. Who 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 is just, son. The, the, that I've just discovered just now, just on this day that it was Sarah's son. We can't have son. secret Watanabe Jr. <laughs> no, he's no more. His brain is fried because he can't handle the Ghidorah milk in his head. <laughs> so so but now he runs on his own. Yeah. So nothing, but but now I am to believe that now nothing can stop Mechagodzilla. Right. But Godzilla and Kong. That's better to me. Yeah, okay. Man, it makes him extra tough. We have to have two of them. We have to have the god and the king together to yeah. beat this giant to work robot. together. Why wasn't that enough? Why wasn't that enough? Why did we have to have our hero in the dark, our hero in the shadows, making a last-minute decision— like I don't even think there's the, any of it's aspirational. Something that was fun about seeing uh I can never remember the girl's name. It's not Jane, is it? In Jurassic Park. Something that was fun about seeing her Lex. in the 90s. Lex. Uh in the 90s seeing her like override security as ridiculous as that was is me watching it as a kid. Yeah. Was like I can contribute. I can help save Kids people. can do it too. Yeah. Kids can do it too, right? And that was that that becomes more realistic because we we can't have her punching a velociraptor in the neck, you know? Like she's not gonna be able to hold the gun. But, but that's because kid, Steven so Spielberg is a coward. Yeah. That's what that's he should have given Steven Spielberg is a coward. Yeah. Do you I don't think any kid watching you can ha, you can be a child. I bet if I was 12, 13 watching this movie, I'd like it way more than a 32-year-old watching this movie. But that that's not the same. Him dumping the whiskey flask to to make Mechagodzilla not shut down but get close, and then now he can get beat up. That's not aspirational. Uh, I can't put myself in his shoes and be like, "Man, look what I can do too." It's like, what? What on? How? That yeah. was the most manifest. Wait a second. What do we do with this storyline moment? Yes, I think I've ever seen. And they blew it. They're like, "Ah, oh, crap." We got these three semi-familiar faces. Well, one of them very familiar with Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, they've got a fun little dynamic of a trio here. Uh, we've been following them along so that we can have our Mechagodzilla introduction and literally speak its name. But, but, ooh, how do we tie this loose end? Like, how do we? Dude, all we got to do is show them getting uh, saved from Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla, number one, hates Godzilla. We know that about him. Number two, should turn on his creators. Turn around and start laser blasting at the apex thing. And Godzilla and Kong working together defeat Mechagodzilla and save the three people we sort of care about. Boom. That's all I need to be. If we introduce that as Chekhov's whiskey, by the way, mm-hmm. that a, a whiskey introduced in the first act must be consumed in the third <laughs> act. This is the wrong thing. Because yeah. when we introduce it, he says, I'm, I'm saving this for the end. I'll drink this right before I go out. I was expecting a heroic moment where he's like, he's going to drink it and he's going to die. He's going to take his last shot of whiskey and then he's going to die saving them from Mechagodzilla. We can't like, because it's really, if we don't do that, it's really not Chekhov's whiskey. Because we set something up and go, oh, no, you're pretty dumb for thinking we do anything other than pour this on some computers. Yeah. It was just so offensive. Man, that sucked. That was yeah, so I hated offensive that. offensive to me. So that that was my... I hadn't really put together. Hadn't really put together how much of a missed opportunity it is, though, that Mechagodzilla is defeated pretty much by Kong 
alone. Godzilla yeah. doesn't do yeah. much. That this is a King Kong movie. Yeah. What a swing and a this miss. Is a King Kong movie with Godzilla in it. With some Godzilla in it. Godzilla also doesn't really behave the way that Godzilla did in 2014 and 2019. It's not it's not the same one. My that's, boy, that's my boy awesome. is blasting that laser breath at every single second. Not the same. I'm just uh, 1800 miles. Just take <laughs> You're still hooked on that, take huh? This part, take this part. No. How far is the ozone layer from the surface of the earth? I don't quarter know. A quarter 50 maybe. <laughs> because because if he all the times that we get that awesome like uh, Godzilla puke bat signal to space. Do, yeah, does it uh, go to space or does it stop? <laughs> is he just is he just destroying the ozone layer yes. when he does that? When he is supposed to come and save the world? Okay, here's a, also I have two Hold super on. dumps. Hold on. Oh, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. I get to break the rules. That's no, no, the no, no, theme no, 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 of this no. movie. I think the the four of us should make whiskey called Chekhov's whiskey, and it's whiskey for movie lovers. Yeah, I like that. You you got it. Can I have my second super dump? Yeah, go ahead. The best installment of the Monster Universe, hands down, Pacific Rim, <laughs> is uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Correct. Agree. The title of that, and at the end, we have all of these titans bowing to him. Why didn't he call them? <laughs> Dude. For real. Where are they? What are they doing? Why didn't he call them? Where's the, the big titans? mammoth? So maybe it is Mechagodzilla is too strong. Even pouring whiskey. Here's another like pull the rug from under you. Actually, that that doesn't work either. We got you twice. That would be one that uh, I would Mecha believe didn't is work. Weirdly. Unstoppable. So Godzilla is like, all right, the two of us can't do this either. And this dude just like, give just give me a battle royale. Give me 18 giant monsters all fighting each other. Or is that supposed to be the next movie? Guys, right? guys. Here's how we introduce the other monsters. We set up the world as fundamentally different in the credits for Godzilla King of the Monsters, right? A promise that I don't really feel that we delivered we on. No, we definitely did not. So what if we delivered on that promise instead and the movie opens, something is killing the Titans. We're monitoring Titans. Something is killing them. We don't know what Very it is. Good. We have some blurry footage of it. It's Godzilla. Godzilla is killing the Titans. We need these Titans to survive. Our new way of life is entirely dependent on these Titans. We recognize they're beneficial for the planet. So to save the other Titans, we have to kill Godzilla. Godzilla is making a path for Kong on Skull Island. He's going to kill Kong. Kong is one of the last living Titans. So we have to send the military after Godzilla. Turns out it's Mecha Godzilla killing the Titans because Apex is a humanity first kind of company. And then Godzilla rises out of the ocean and then they fight on Skull Island. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. I think that's amazing. I love that idea. Can I super pump now? Or sorry, super dump. Oh, whoa. Hey. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yes. whoa. Can I super dump now? Please. The yeah, ending ahead. of this movie is terrible. Can we, can we reference Adam? I want to say so Adam was like, I don't know what happened. I fell asleep and then it was like, the I movie to be like, was I don't over. Think I was like, bro, asleep. because you fell asleep. Four minutes before I the don't movie think he was actually yeah. over. I don't think he fell asleep. It just I think ends. it ended and Adam was like, there's no way that's how this movie ended. I had to have fallen asleep. <laughs> I must have fallen the asleep. Fight, <laughs> the fight finishes with King Kong doing all the heavy lifting. And then Godzilla nods at him like, you did good, kid. And then he just roars and goes into the ocean because that's apparently how Godzilla movies end. And Godzilla gets in the ocean like a dad in cargo shorts <laughs> gets into the lake. Just kind of, kind of Godzilla's slowly pops deeper and deeper and deeper. But yeah. is so big, 
Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> How big is it? It could crush an entire city. I'm watching Seinfeld for the first time ever right now. Yeah. What? Like all the way, like, at, Are you I've seen a lot that? of it, but I'm watching it like start to finish for the first time right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'd rather, I'd rather have spent my time last night doing that than watching this. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, the ending of this movie was like, wait, what? The credits rolled. And I was expecting cool credits again. No cool credits. I was expecting no post-credit cool scene setting up something awesome. No post-credit scene. That's nope. the moment so apparently, when I decided, oh, because this isn't the next installment of the Monster Universe. This is the next installment of King Kong. That's all this was. It's because the scene of King Kong under the earth, he's about to come by on his morning walk. The scene that was in Africa, I think that was supposed to be the post credit scene. But then they were like, crap, our movie doesn't really have an ending if we don't put that here. So I guess we got to put it up before the credits. Dude, just absolutely whack. That sucks, man. I was super duper hyped for this movie. Yeah, I know. You, you built was, an entire series around it. I know. I went into it pretty hesitant because 2014's Godzilla is not all that great. And then we watched Kong Skull Island and I was like, oh no, have I made a mistake? See, I like both of those. And then we, and then we watched, uh, I think 2014's Godzilla is way better than Skull Island. But then we watched King of the Monsters and King of the Monsters was awesome. King of the Monsters was everything I wanted from the MonsterVerse movies. And I feel like it, this just did not deliver on the promises of spectacle and story set up in King of the Monsters. Nope. I think I'm no. realizing too, the more that the more that we dive into these like sort of specialized series that are trying to do this kind of stuff, the more I realize that what kind of stuff specifically? Um, are you talking about like shared universe stuff? Not even necessarily shared universe, just more shared tone, I think is the correct word for it. Okay. So things like action yeah. movies or um let me let me back that up. Anytime you group together movies by tone, like monster movies or whatever, what I'm realizing is the thing that separates a um, one genre movie from another is kind of how seriously they take the genre. And so when you look at something like a comedy movie, the best ones tend to be either end of the spectrum, right? So it tends to either be a comedy movie that set out to be the funniest thing you've seen and the writing's tight, the characters, tight, everything's good, or it's a movie that's telling you a story with a lot of funny stuff in it. And those tend to be really great as well. Action yeah. movies, you have things like uh, John Wick, which take the action incredibly seriously and everything is just played at face value so intense. Then you've got Baby Driver, which is sort of the opposite where everything is sort of irreverent, but it's an awesome action movie. It's these middle yeah. of the road movies that can't pick a lane that end up being so terrible. I think it's the ones that try to please everyone. And I, well, that's what middle right? of the road like is the, doing, right? That's what I'm saying. The middle of the road ones are the ones where nobody's going to be super upset by something that happens in this movie. But that the the converse of that is that nobody's going to super love anything that happens in this right. movie. So yeah, yeah, I think that what we have here is Pacific Rim is sort of the baby driver of a monster movie um, where it is over the top and crazy. Yeah, And then King of the Monsters is the John Wick of a monster movie where it's sort of played very serious and heavy-handed, but the spectacle yeah. is so cool that you still enjoy it. Then you have this. Love that. Which is just trying to do it all. This is the crank two yeah. of monster movies. <laughs> Expendables. Yes. Yeah. That's a great yeah. parallel. It really is. This is the Expendables 2. It's got to be a sequel. This is the Expendables 2 of monster movies. Um, and with that, I'd like to rate it. 
with that glowing review no, behind but, us. Wait, this is this is the only one that we haven't compared to, like found its analog in the Fast and Furious franchise. Tokyo Drift. Because I think Fast and Furious, pretty notably, once it reinvented itself with Fast Five, has largely stuck with yeah. that and not really faltered from that formula. Yeah. Um, you know, this might be this might be our introduction to maybe it was six or seven that had Cipher. Wasn't that Hobbs and know. Shaw? There was some. No, 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 no. I thought Cipher first shows up. I don't know. Isn't that? I don't. I honestly uh, don't remember anything about the story of those movies. I remember the big stunt from the movies. That's well. This is the one with the nuclear sub. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's that. I, I don't know. That one was I fun. Know. I know. I did too. I liked it's it Tokyo Drift for me. So. <laughs> Just tonally wrong. Characters wrong. People wasted. It's Tokyo Drift for me. So hopefully, there's something as good as Han in this that uh, we get to see later. I think it's a big axe. Yeah, Mjolnir. If it King wasn't Kong's Mjolnir, magic, King Kong with a huge axe is like exactly what I wanted from this. But the fact that it's magic, yeah, the fact sucks. that it's magic is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Can we rate it now, please? Yeah. Yes. To rate today's movie, why did I start like that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just stepped on a verbal skateboard. It just slipped out from under me. <laughs> I'd like to rate this movie with science, as we always do. <laughs> the scientific cinema scale is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is, own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. The next best thing, that's buy it, followed by rent it. After that is stream it and then forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. I forget this movie. I want to forget it. Um, I know that seems harsh and it's harsher than I thought I would be. But uh, just sitting here, you know, this is something that is uh, an interesting dynamic between like, uh, middle post pandemic pre pandemic of like mm-hmm. seeing a movie with your friends is I think I would have left the theater or left the lobby conversation with Jordan Doge and Adam if we all saw this movie together at where I stand right in this moment right but I left with only yeah. having my own opinion and I missed lobby conversations and not really movies. truly not having not yeah not having that kind of like counseling session of <laughs> Let's dig up this stuff yeah. though from your foundation, you know. And so it's it is such a forget because I I think just in these moments of finding, I didn't count them all, but it felt like at least five better storylines that would not have taken any more money or any more time. Um, yeah, this this movie is such a bummer because I it felt like Legendary and WB were about to have a chance. Yeah, to actually make something that I they probably didn't intend to fully be something yep. into something. No, as I hear big you. as that sounds, they blew it. Uh, um, yeah. I'm going to stream this with a caveat. So I'm going to stream this movie because I did stream it. It was free to stream with my HBO Max subscription. Um, I didn't hate every moment of watching it. Like, I wasn't bored to tears like I was with another monster movie that maybe only patrons will get to hear us talk about. But... um. It, it it certainly wasn't good, but I'm going to stream it 
based only on the visual spectacle alone a couple of times was really worth it. Um, it was fun to watch. Now, I'm going to say this. I hope Legendary forgets it. I hope this influences almost nothing moving forward except that Kong and Godzilla know each other. That's all I want to carry over from this movie. And Brian Tyree Henry. And Gia. And Rebecca Hall. I'm okay with them. I'm going to stream it unless you're listening to this April, after April 30th, 2021 and it has left <laughs> HBO Max. Then just forget it exists. But as long as it's available to stream... Put it on in the background. You don't really have to watch it. Look up whenever the monkey and the lizard start punching each other and then look back at your phone again. It's, man, watch such a bummer. Watch it like how cool such restaurants a huge bummer up, to me. like music videos and stuff running in the background. Watch it like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know all those cool music video such restaurants. Such a huge bummer. Just like, uh, just like the, the planet's core, our scientific cinema scale has been turned on its head. I think this is the second time ever that I've been by myself with the lowest, the lowest yeah. I was pretty close. Like not I was pretty rate. close to forget it, honestly. I mean, I gave it both. That's fair. <laughs> My stream, it expires in a month. <laughs> it was this and Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, you're still wrong for that one, but… Yeah, Revenge of the Sith is a masterpiece. Well, okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about all of that. <laughs> y'all bought it. I, think I don't buy that movie. That. I still buy that movie. I would watch it right I own now. it. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I own it. I'm to looking. end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and predict whether or not we like this movie better than the Snyder Cut for Two Chunks and a Hunk. I'm Jordan Wonders, and actually, no. I think I think the Snyder Cut's going to edge this one out for me just a little bit. That's my guess. I'm Doge. I also think I'm going to like the Snyder Cut better. Um, critic consensus in the Snyder Cut is that it's better than Justice League. Not uh, a high bar. Cons- not a high bar. Well, critic consensus on Godzilla versus Kong is that it's a turn your brain off, mindlessly enjoyable movie, and I I don't think any of us felt that way. So we'll see how we how we feel about it. I'm Carter, and that kind of feels like an impossible uh, question to answer because they're one and the same. I don't know if y'all heard about Snyder Cut, but it does oh. uh, overlap with the Monster Universe. Oh wow! Same production. I mean, it's the same production company. Wow! So don't be surprised when uh, yeah, Steppenwolf turns out to be. Mecha Godzilla. And Batman throws up blue laser at people. I know this yeah, is the part where it. the music starts to drown out everything I'm saying, but I don't feel like you get to make a turn your brain off and enjoy the spectacle movie four movies deep into a series where you're establishing story. It's because there is no story. The re- reason critics are saying that is because there is no plot to this. Like it is so contrived. We didn't even talk about how contrived the plot is for this. Yeah. Things just happen because they have to happen. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't feel like you get to be like, this one's finally the turn your brain. It's like, no, 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 no. That's a one-off thing. You get to make a one-off movie where you turn your brain off and stuff happens. I turn, I turn my brain off and stuff happened in Godzilla King of the Monsters. But it still made sense. Right. I can turn my brain off when I'm comfortable somebody's holding my brain with their delicate, soft hands. Maybe that's the difference. You're not turning your brain off in King of the Monsters because nothing makes sense. You're turning it off because you're like, the story falls second to the big bad stuff that's happening. But in this one, there is no, st- there's no story. None. The music is just so we, loud right now. Do we need to, keeps yeah, do, we need to si- <laughs> do we need to sign off again? This is the first time we've ever continued our rating. No, y'all can't hear it. What? No, you can the music you can hear the music right now. I just usually I usually stop the episode when I start hearing the music. Oh. Wait, hang on. There it is. Yeah, I, I hear it. Yeah, Africa by okay. Toto? No, we couldn't get that. <laughs> Neither could King Kong.
Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.